What is going on, everybody? Everyone's got to be feeling good about this one. The Chiefs dominating the Bears 41 to 10. Welcome into another episode of the Chiefs Zone. My name is Farzim Vasugian. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you all enjoyed that one. I think it's safe to say everybody enjoyed that ass whooping. Yes. No one is saying anything about the Chiefs receivers. Patrick Mahomes needing help from the defense. Nobody's going to be saying anything about that. And I guarantee you, the people who were really loud a couple of weeks ago about the Chiefs after they started the season 0-1, nobody's saying shit after this one. This Chiefs team looked pretty damn good. Oh, what, Farzine? It's the Bears. It's not that impressive. Yeah, but that's what you're supposed to do. When you're playing the Bears, you're supposed to put up a score like 41 to 10. It was what was it? It was 41-0. But by the time they put in all the uh, all the backups, so I'm feeling pretty damn good about this one. Uh, this was w- really one of the best games in the Mahomes era so far. And you know, you've heard a lot of people talk about it the past couple of weeks. You heard Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson uh, allude to this. This is by far the best defense Patrick Mahomes has had during his time in Kansas City. Uh, this is, this is a, I mean, this was one of those games. See, Chris says it right here in the comments. No heart attack game. Yes, uh, it's nice to have one of those for a change. This game was over at halftime. I mean, even a few minutes before then. I mean, once you got into the 20s and the 30s, you pretty much knew this was over. You could see the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, The body language from Chicago's sidelines. You knew the game was over, Uh, plain and simple. By the way, I put this in the title description. I don't know if you guys can click it. I will comment, uh, just commented. Call into the show. Hopefully that link works. We haven't had a lot of people call in, so I'm going to give this one last chance. And if people don't call in, then uh, we might need to uh, abandon this uh, moving forward. So, uh, oh, by the way, it was Taylor Swift Day at uh, at the stadium, uh, if you guys didn't know. Uh, I, I loved how they kept showing uh, Taylor Swift after, like, every, uh, every other uh, Travis Kelsey reception. Obviously... They cut right to her as soon as Travis Kelsey caught the pass. And Greg Olson was joking, but might not have been joking that this might be the first time where Patrick Mahomes is not the most popular person in the stadium. Everyone was all glued in on Taylor Swift. I mean, people wanted even people that were sitting like in front of their suite would turn around. And uh, apparently there were people trying to like capture um, pictures and videos of her and just to get her reaction anytime something happened. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of people talking about Blaine Gabbert. He did not play very well. The second interception, really not on him. Um, so, uh, I mean, look, the guy had an incredible career in uh, in Mizzou. Got to the NFL, just did not pan out. And it's weird because I feel like Chase Daniel, and we're getting off topic here. I, I just feel like Chase Daniel got far more hype coming out of Mizzou than Gabbert did, yet Chase Daniel went undrafted, had a really solid career as a backup, whereas Blaine Gabbert became a first-round draft pick, uh, drafted number 10 overall in 09, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. I think it was 2010, and he just it just hasn't been very good for him. So uh, nonetheless, though, 41 points on the scoreboard today, okay? And that was in three and a half quarters, I think. Um, yeah, they got, oh no, two and a half quarters. They put up 41 points in two and a half quarters. Think about the first couple of weeks from the chiefs. Okay. They put up 20 points in week one. They put 17 points last week. The chiefs scored more points today than they did the first two weeks. Again, it's Chicago, but this is what you're supposed to do when you're playing a team like Chicago, who in complete disarray, by the way, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the type of game Kansas city needed to build some confidence, 
create some momentum, get some get some on-field chemistry going with this offense. And listen, even on the uh the the touchdown pass to Marquez Valdez Scantling that got called back, um I I think the Chiefs still were able to get something going on there. My my point with that is, you know, even though that got called back because of the whole Jawan Taylor situation, I'm sure we'll get into that shortly. um, I still like the way MBS got wide open and just gashed right through for an easy, walked in for an easy touchdown. And I think things like that, you can definitely look at that on film, try to figure out what you did and try to apply it in the future against other teams. The Chiefs receivers have not had a lot of difficulty getting open. That has not been the problem for the Chiefs this season. The problem has been, you, you know, try to take care of the football. That's been the issue. Uh, penalties were not an issue today. Turnovers were not an issue, at least not when the starters were out there. None of that was an issue in this game. Uh, the only two problems I had with the Chiefs today, number one was not getting a score on the opening drive, uh, but they were I mean, I, I mean, that was pretty much like uh, a, a, an afterthought considering you put up 41. The only other issue is the whole Juwan Taylor thing. Listen, I don't know what to what to say about this. I had a couple of people, uh, a couple of my friends were texting me. They're like, dude, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't get it. Um, this guy supposedly did it all of last year in Jacksonville. No one cared. He comes to Kansas City. He's doing it in week one. Uh, well, well, he did it in the preseason and no one cared. He does it in week one. Suddenly, the rules expert on NBC cares. Um, and I'm really curious how much they decide to talk about that next week because the Chiefs do play Sunday night. Um, so I would be very curious to see the broadcast crew for that game discuss this because it just seemed like that helped exacerbate this entire thing. And that ended up, uh, spiraling into this uh, penalty riddled situation we have with Juwan Taylor. Got him benched for a second week in a row. He has, uh, you look at the first couple of weeks, he's considered the best pass blocking offensive tackle in the NFL. Um, so the the blocking with Juwan Taylor is not an issue whatsoever. It's the, it's the whole pre-snap snap situation. Um, and, and look, I, I mean, if the referees are are cutting on that, then I guess he's got to adjust. He's got to adjust. Here's what I would like to see, and I don't know if there's any way of being able to see, like if there's anyone that can maybe post this online. Uh, So the two plays Jawan Taylor got penalized for, one of them was a big deal because it was a touchdown that uh, that nullified a touchdown. Uh, I mean, how is he lining up on all of the other snaps? Is he lining up just fine? Is it close? What's going on there? I don't know if the Chiefs, like if Andy Reid and... Uh, Matt Nagy can consult with a, a league expert um, uh, under Roger Goodell. I don't know if that is a possibility. That um, that's just weird to me. I, I I don't know like where the issue lies. Is it happening on just two snaps? Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm not 100 sure on on how how all of that works. Uh, okay, so I guess a lot of people are. No one's even calling in. Uh, we had a, a few, very few people call in this year since we switched to the new system. So I guess we might uh, we might be uh, shifting away from um, from uh, from this whole thing later on, uh, unless we get some calls later on. So um, yeah, I see a couple of people. Uh, actually, someone just called in, and um, and is going to be waiting on hold for just a moment. Uh, bear with me. Um, so in general, I think, let me know, by the way, how do you guys feel about everything today? Whether it's the Mahomes injury, um, hopefully it's going to be all right. I'm sure Andy Reid will talk to the media shortly. The Juwan Taylor situation, the offense picking it up today, the defense continuing to dominate. This defense has been pretty damn good this year. Three games, only three touchdowns allowed by the defense. One of them was in garbage time. Um, so this defense uh, is, I mean, I mean, they're pretty good. And by the way, the garbage time touchdown was thanks to the interception that Blaine Gabbert threw. Uh, all right, Daniel, I see you're, uh, you're on hold. What's going on, man? How are you feeling? Oh, whoops. I just removed him. There you go. What's up, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, wish I would have saw the second half. Uh, I have the direct TV Sunday or YouTube Sunday ticket, whatever they call it. And they changed the game. They changed the game on me. So I missed the whole entire second half. I mean, other than what the clips I got from red zone. So it was like, yeah. man, come on! I, I can I I, I want to enjoy a blowout. Come on. Well, uh, hold, hold on. Where do you live, first of all? Like, what region? 
I'm in Florida. Okay, you're in Florida. Um, here's what I can yeah. say because I, I uh, so uh, here's my second question: How are you watching YouTube TV? Is it on your phone, your iPad, your smart TV? How are you watching? I I subscribe to it. It's on my TV. I subscribe to YouTube TV. Okay, I've been so here's here's what you can do if they switch out of games and they don't give you like I mean there should be another option to watch the Chiefs, but if you don't. Um, I think they have the option. I, I've been watching it this way whenever the Chiefs are not on. If you click the game you want to watch, there are options to watch games uh, on split screens. Um, I've been yeah, doing a yeah. lot of that. I, 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 I was watching it because they had the multi-view, so I was actually watching all three games at once. And then I, I went to go do something for my kids. I came back, and next thing you know, they switched the game, and it said to Bears to, at Chiefs. Oh, and they did they came, Kurt Murnifee came, or whatever his name is. Kurt came and says, we're going to go, we're going to switch your game to a more competitive game. I was like, no. I said, oh, wait, I have direct TV up. This isn't a national broadcast. I should be able to have the the actual game no matter what. That's what happened last time I had Sunday ticket a couple years ago. That even though it was a national televised game, I just flipped it over to the, to whatever game it was showing. Yeah, see, someone else in the uh, in the comments is saying that they're in Florida also, and uh, they had YouTube TV. Um, that is weird. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, so, I, I was able to. Right. I, I saw the pick. So. so let let me get this straight. So when you when they switched over, uh, you you said you were watching on the split screen. So did you have two games of the Cowboys Cardinals game? Yes. Okay. See, that's that is on uh, YouTube TV or the NFL. Whoever is responsible for putting that, so that sucks. Yeah, they. Yeah, um, yeah. They can't. I love that. that. I love that split screen. I, Saturdays, I got four games going on. You yeah, know, I, 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 I don't like the fact that we can't customize it because I really, especially in college football, I want to watch like all the four the key games. Like, I hate that we can't customize it yet, but we'll see. Hopefully, they'll fix that. I think I saw someone online say that the option to customize it will come. That was my biggest complaint with um with DirecTV. So I'm hoping YouTube TV fixes that. I heard rumors about it, but I don't know, man. Um, That sucks you missed out. But hey, listen, yeah. you didn't miss too much if, uh, no, if we're being... No, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I saw the pick. On, I, I flipped it over to the red zone, and I saw the pick. I saw the touchdown. But my thing is, I, you talk about Jawan Taylor. Is it because yeah. the referees got so much bad heat week one opening night that they said hey you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna call it now for everything no listen what. man whenever like, like let's step away from football for a second anytime in our society today when someone gets a lot of backlash for something people have to adjust to it because you have to you have to appease these people who are outraged right um that's kind of what happened here uh so yeah, you're you're right. I think it had a lot to do with the two announcers complaining and the whoever the um the rules expert is on NBC. I, I can't remember his name. I think he made a big deal about it too. Um, so yeah, I th I think that was a really huge deal uh because of those guys right there. So uh, that, that that's what happens. If this was like a if this is like a 12 p.m. Fox game in week one, then I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. But because it was an actual game, that's just the way it all yeah. worked out. I mean, I don't know. Some of these rural analysts, I mean, they're in the uh, the um punt return on Monday night. <laughs> Guys, like, oh, well, they just got raped, got away with the trip, so that touchdown shouldn't have counted. I'm like, come on, enjoy the game and don't who cares if it's, not, if it's not called, it's not called personally. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I like other than that, see. I like the way the defense has been playing lights out. Like I said last what, week, Chris Jones. Here? Oh, like I said last week, Chris Jones doesn't need training camp. You know, so yeah. <laughs> uh, valid point. He's but, uh, been really, really good so far. All right. Yeah, well, hey, I Daniel. Like, I yeah. Oh, go ahead, man. I'll give you one last. Oh, time. I was gonna say. Uh, I don't care if you win by fifty. If you win by one, a one win is a win. So the fact that we we didn't score yes. a seventy points, who cares? You know, yeah. last time I checked, we both got to win. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to that Germany game because I think I if, if they play the way they're playing both those teams, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm, I'm uh, nervous slash excited for that one. That should be uh, yeah. a great game for the people in Germany. Oh, well, hey, Daniel, I appreciate uh, calling in, man. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right. If anyone else wants to call in, don't be shy. Uh, call into the show there. Uh, let me copy and paste that so I don't have to type it out every single time. Um, in general, 
Uh, I, I think the whole thing with um, with the Juwan Taylor thing, yeah, I mean, look, um, I'll say it again. If the referees are calling it, if the, if the NFL is saying, hey, yes, this is a penalty and needs to be called, then I guess they got to adjust. Um, I, I just hate it that it gets exacerbated the way it did. Like, okay, the Aaron Rodgers injury that happened on Monday Night Football, because it happened on primetime, and again, a lot of people are tuning into that because it is the first, it's week one, obviously, and a lot of people want to see this Jets team that got all the hype they received. Uh, everyone was watching that. And because everyone was watching that, they made a big deal about the whole turf and natural grass thing. I'm like, an Achilles injury has nothing to do with grass or turf. Um, I've talked to a couple of former players about that, and they've said the same thing. It's just that's not what it was about, um, which is a little weird that um, that it was um, the, the things that happen to key players in key games, uh, it becomes a big deal. Like last year when Mahomes went down with that ankle injury in the playoffs, there were some people talking about whether or not it should be allowed to land on a quarterback like that. Like, listen, you're obviously not trying to injure the guy. You're just trying to get to him. It just happened that, you know, Orlando Brown, shocker, was allowing him to go all the way around and came from behind and brought down Mahomes. It's like, that's just the way the, the uh, injury happened. It wasn't intentional. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of things becoming a big deal because they happen to a big player or, um, or any of that stuff. Uh, yeah. A lot of people excited about Taylor Swift being there. Um, Scott says, far as you wish me happy birthday, happy birthday, Scott. Happy birthday to you. You, you got a 41 to 10 win on Taylor Swift day at Arrowhead stadium. Uh, you will not have a bigger birthday. Well, hopefully you have bigger birthdays in the future, but uh, a big birthday nonetheless for you. Happy birthday, man. Uh, Donald says, man, uh, oh, uh, let me try to put that on there. Why is it not? Uh, StreamYard's not cooperating today. Uh, man, I need him home to throw just 13 yards. Yeah, I heard. I saw a lot of people complain that they needed just a few more yards. I needed two more field goals during the noon kick from the noon kickoff games. Um, yeah, this is a good point by Ron. If there were no picks, Gabbert probably uh, from Gabbert. Yeah, they would have shut him out. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I know statistically speaking, it's not going to be uh, recognized as a shutout. But when the starters were were there, it was a shutout. Okay, um, the Chiefs probably would have kept that going all the way through, uh, more likely than not. So uh, good on the Chiefs. I mean, I'm happy with it one way or another. Uh, shot out or no shot out. It was a 41 to 10 win. Um, and I'm happy that the chiefs made a statement in all three phases, all three phases. Um, Harrison Bucker went in there, uh, got the chiefs a, a field goal that they needed. Uh, a couple of them. In fact, uh, defense came away with a couple of takeaways, Chris Jones and the defense got in there for, for some sacks. Uh, and how many to be exact? I think, I think I recall three. Yeah. Three, one from Dana, one from Chris Jones. And I think drew tranquil and George Karloftis split a sack. George Karloftis, man, this guy's a monster. Um, this guy's really good. Uh, and he's going to become one of the, top five pass rushers in the NFL. He's not there yet. And I don't think he's too far. I don't think he's too far. Um, He's going to become a top 10 guy and then a top five guy. And listen, who knows what the future holds with Chris Jones, but if, if they figure out a way to keep him long-term and keep uh, manage to keep everyone else, boy, um, this is going to, this is going to be a really good team for a long time, especially on that defensive line. And that's what you need. You heard, uh, Greg Olson talked about it a couple of times in the broadcast. There has not been a defense this good in the Mahomes era for the chiefs. So for the chiefs to be able to have this, and I've, I've complained about this in past years, the chiefs have not had a balance. And it's weird because we've had some games where the offense was not playing as well, but the defense was, um, and it was just so frustrating because we we can't seem to find that balance with the offense and defense on a consistent basis. Um, this is the first game today of the season where we can say we saw that balance, and we hope that they can keep that moving forward. Obviously, we have 
a game next Sunday night. I don't think it's going to be a very uh, highly watched Sunday night game, especially in the second half. But hey, you never know. Primetime games are weird, and so are Chiefs games. Thankfully, today that was not the case for uh, weird Chiefs games. But uh, I don't know. Um, uh, it, it's just the way that some of these defenses are playing, the Vikings, the Jets, the next two teams the, the Chiefs are playing, there was a good opportunity for this Chiefs offense to keep it going. And by the time they get back to the meat of their schedule, they'll uh, maybe have some things down and be able to play with more confidence with this offense moving forward. Um, and, and Daniel was mentioning uh, the the Germany game against the Dolphins. That's a game where your offense needs to be at its A game. I mean, everyone needs to be in their A game. That right. A lot of people thought the Bengals game was going to be the biggest game of the season for the Chiefs. Right now, it's looking like the Germany game against the Dolphins because the Bengals, I mean, they can't score uh, if their life depended on it. Um, they're hardly getting to the end zone this season, and it's probably not going to be very easy tomorrow when they're playing against Aaron Donald. That Rams team is playing much better uh, now they were than they were last year. Um, the Bills, I mean, you just never know what the Bills are kind of an up and down team. They didn't really look the best against Washington, a team that, you know, yeah, sure, they, they shut out for 3.9 quarters, but uh, still, uh, I mean, Josh Allen not playing uh, the, the not playing the way he's hyped up to be. Let's put it that way. Um, so the Chiefs are playing; they're they're definitely getting better. I think in terms of overall offensive production, and I know with the points it didn't really match the first two weeks, but I think in overall the way the offense moves the football in the passing game, the Chiefs have gotten better each week. First week was really tough; uh, moved the ball pretty well, but. The drops became a huge issue in the second half. Uh, then in uh, the Jaguars game last week on the road, the Chiefs go out there, move the ball well, did not really turn up with the scoring, uh, but they were still able to get some things down by moving the football uh, better than they did in week one. And then in this game, the Chiefs just, uh, I mean, they just destroyed the uh, the Chicago Bears. Patrick Mahomes, I haven't even read a stat line yet. 24 of 33 passing, 272 yards, three touchdowns this was in two and a half quarters two and a half quarters 272 yards and two and a half quarters um he could have easily hit 350 maybe 400 um i I mean that is a pretty good stat line for a four-quarter game and mahomes did that in two and a half quarters your quarterback. Oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, the fastest quarterback to surpass 25,000 yards in NFL history. Um, I mean, this is just, and you heard again, the broadcasters talk about it. Just what, what kind of a football team this team has become since they got Patrick Mahomes. And, and yeah, they showed that nice little um, animated graphic with, um, with Kelsey at union station. I love that uh, union union station is one of my favorite places. I was just there over the weekend. Um, and you go out there and uh, they're showing Tyreek Hill leaving, Juju Smith-Schuster leaving, and then you have all these new guys or uh, non-household names that a lot of people just are not familiar with, um, yet the Chiefs offense found a way to move the football in this game, which was encouraging to see. Travis Kelsey played well, seven catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. Rasheed Rice, I'm really liking Rasheed Rice, man. This second-round draft pick's looking pretty good. And um, his name escapes my mind right now, but the um, the uh, analyst on ESPN, uh, Lewis Riddick, he said this in the offseason. He was pretty high on Rushy Rice, saying that this guy could be uh, could be a stud in the NFL for years to come. Um, he had five catches, fifty nine yards. He was brought down twice at the one yard line, so he had two. He had one touchdown that was called a touchdown, but it was taken away from him. The second one uh, was not called a touchdown. It was ruled correctly at the time, and uh, he was ruled down at the one. So twice he was ruled down at the one-yard line on his way trying to run to the end zone. So I'm really liking what Rasheed Rice is doing, the speed he has and utilizes on the field. Uh, pretty dangerous. It's not Tyreek Hill speed necessarily, but it's still pretty damn good speed that can really – uh, I, it can do some damage if it can find some crack in an offense or a defense rather. So I'm liking what I'm seeing from Rasheed Rice. Justin Watson continues to deliver uh, despite not getting as many uh, targets or receptions. Uh, again, he's a death player, so he'll have very few catches, but he'll produce pretty well 
uh, whenever he can. Sky Moore got involved, which was good. Marquez Valdez-Scantling not once but twice had wide-open receptions. One of them got called back. That was a touchdown play, but he had another one for 37 yards, which was good. Jarek McKinnon got in there for two touchdowns. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco on the ground. Or no, I'm sorry. Clyde Edwards-Alero on the ground got in there. Uh, for Oh, you know, Isaiah Pacheco also scored. So Pacheco, CEH, and McKinnon all scored a touchdown. They were responsible for four uh, touchdowns for the Chiefs, which was good to see. And there was a nice little moment on the sidelines. I don't know if you guys noticed this between Pacheco, CEH, and McKinnon where they're handing each other an invisible crown. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. All three running backs scored in this game for the Chiefs. That's awesome. That is really cool. Uh, and then defensively, I mean, what is there to say uh, that hasn't been said already? The the, the takeaways, the stops, um, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, and the only reason they got some scores is because uh, the Chiefs uh, backups uh, that got in there didn't necessarily take care of the ball as well. But who cares? The game was already way out of reach. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift uh, with, the, with the chest bump. I mean, listen, uh, l- let me... Um, let me put this on the screen if I can for just a moment. Uh, bear with me. Let's see here. Look at this. Oh, whoops. Uh, is it going to play? She's saying LFG. All right. She's saying let's fucking go. Taylor Swift has attended one Chiefs game in her life. And she has injected Chiefs Kingdom into her blood. How cool is that? If people thought Britney was annoying during Chiefs games, wait till you see Taylor Swift, baby. Uh, I, I'm loving. I, I'm, I'm loving all the outrage on that. Um, Devin says Jawan Taylor may get penalized for that stuff, but definitely still an upgrade. Yes, definitely an upgrade over Andrew Wiley. And listen, if you guys watched the Washington game today against the Bills, Andrew Wiley did not do Sam Howell any favors. The the commanders have been getting a lot of hype. Sam Howell, Eric Bieniemy, and I'm happy for Eric Bieniemy. Um, but we're not going to be getting any Washington versus Kansas City comparisons this week. Not one bit. Dave's asking, did Kadarius Tony play a snap without being able to watch? I never heard his name. Yeah, uh, Kadarius Tony. I don't even know if he was targeted in this game. He had one catch for negative one yards. So, yeah, K- KT has had a, a game where he had one catch for one yard, and in this game, he had one catch for negative one yards. If it's negative, is it still plural? If it's, if it's minus one, negative one yards, or negative one yard? I don't know. See, it's weird. The English language is weird, man. When it's zero, it's considered, it's plural, zero yards, but negative one yards or negative one yard. I don't know. Uh, in the positive, it's one yard, but either way, that's not good. Uh, and listen, uh, you didn't really need KT in this one. Marquez Valdez Scantling only had one catch in this game, two if you count the one that was a, a penalty. Justin Ross was targeted early. Um, he, he got more snaps in the second half with the backups, but they weren't really looking to throw the ball too much during that time. So, and people were asking, where's Justin Ross? Where's Justin Ross? Well, he got involved a little earlier than we thought. Mahomes uh, targeted him uh, one of the first couple of plays. Uh, so he's getting there. He's, he's getting there. Next thing you know, it, he'll be playing 15, 20, 25 snaps a game eventually. So be patient. He's, uh, he's getting there for sure. Um, Christopher says, I'm going to be decked out in red tomorrow here in Fort Worth. Nice. How about those Cowboys? Man, if you told me there was a game other than the Chiefs that I thought was a guarantee, I would have said the Cowboys. I said this before the season. I don't buy the, the Cowboys hype. I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. I mean, maybe they're good enough to get to the playoffs. And listen, I know I had them with a very low uh, uh, record um, before the season. Uh, obviously, that's not going to be accurate, but I don't. I, I, I just don't trust the the Cowboys. I don't. Again, the Cowboys might be good enough to get to the playoffs, but what about after that? Because I'm seeing a lot of people pick the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl this year. Why? 
I don't, I don't get it. I don't see the hype with the Cowboys. I just don't. I have more confidence in this disastrous Bengals team than I do the Cowboys. I really do. Um, Kara says this kind of game is good for my b- blood pressure. Someone was saying the same thing earlier about how this was not a heart attack game because Lord knows the Chiefs have many of those. Doug says Mahomes still working on getting everyone involved. That's the plan right now. I know I keep alluding to the broadcasters, but they again mentioned this again on there about the amount of pass catchers they're getting involved. Listen, uh, you look at the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs compared to the um compared to the Bears, the Bears had one, two, three, four, five, six different players with a catch. The Chiefs had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10 different players with a catch. So almost double the amount of what the bears had. Uh, bears had six chiefs had 10. So uh, that's always been like, that was one of the very first things that impressed me about Patrick Mahomes is that he does a great job of distributing the football better than any quarterback we've seen in years past. Uh, my phone is still on that Taylor Swift. uh the Taylor Swift reel. Um, so in general, it, it's just, this is one of those situations where again, yeah, it's the bears, but this is a confidence booster. This is how, this is what you're supposed to look like when you're playing a bad football team, right? I mean, okay. Let me give you guys an example. Look at KU football before they were as good as they are now. How did KU football look in a lot of their games? They got their asses kicked almost every single game. They were the bad team, and there were a lot of mediocre to good teams that were that would face the Jayhawks, and they would blow out KU every single game because that's what you're supposed to look like. That's exactly the same thing here. So the Chief, and by the way, I'll say this again: I'm expecting another blowout next week against the against the Jets. Um, I think their defense can create more problems, but I just don't see Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson has to play the Chiefs defense. That's not, I mean, if I'm a Jets fan, that is something I'm afraid of. So I'm curious to see if the Chiefs can keep this going. And I think they will. I I definitely think they will. Uh, Corey's asking, do you think we'd be better if we had a true number one receiver? Yeah, this is a really good question. I think this is a valid point here because... You look at the Chiefs right now, they don't have a clear-cut number one wide receiver. Obviously, Kelsey, even if they did have a DeAndre Hopkins type of player, or if they got Mike Evans, Kelsey's still your guy, but it would really help the offense a lot. I think Juju, um, again, not at Tyree Kill's level, but I think he was performing at a number one receiver level. He got off to a slow start, but then he had that concussion, missed a couple of games, dealt with a lot of injuries. And again, look at last year, okay? Juju missed some time. Kadarius Tony missed some time. McCole Hardman missed a lot of time with his weird injury, and people weren't really sure what was going on then. The Chiefs still found a way to, to move on. Now, is that ideal? No. Um, yeah, you won the Super Bowl last year with two bad offensive tackles and uh, a non-existent threat at wide receiver, but can you do that on a consistent basis? I don't know. I think the thing about this Chiefs receiving court right now, you don't have a lot of household names. You don't have a clear-cut number one guy, but there's a lot of potential. With Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice, two young guys, recent second-round picks, Kadarius Tony, Justin Ross, uh, but we haven't really seen them play like that yet. Um, so I, I think the Chiefs are really relying on that, though I don't think they'd be opposed to number one. Were, there was a reason why they, they were going after D-Hop. Bob, I see you're uh, waiting patiently. What's going on, man? Hey man, what a what a win today, huh? Yes, they, hell yeah, Bob. Man, they look good. Uh, I, you know, uh, I'd made some comments this week about uh, uh, you know us being in transition period. I think the transition period's coming to, to reality. Uh, the boys are starting to gel, and uh, they're they're getting on the same page with each with with, with each other. And uh, I think we're in for a, a, a collision in in Germany. Uh, and, and it's going to be an explosion, brother. It's going to be an offensive explosion. I, I am very impressed with the, uh, the defense, um, uh, and, uh, they're playing extremely well early. Uh, we used to have to wait till like what 
the 13th, 14th week before we could get into top 10 or top 15, you know, over the last few years. And, uh, top, 10 or, top 10 and top 15 in what? In defense. In our, in oh, our okay, defense. okay, okay. Got you, got you, yeah. You know, over the last few years. And uh, this year they're they're on track, man, to really be in the top five. They're talking uh, nationwide. They're talking about them. So yeah. across the league. And it's very impressive. Um I hope that continues, and uh, I think we can shut down Miami's receivers if that that, that comes down to it. So, I'm looking for yeah. that. You know, we was begging for Cincinnati to come to Kansas City last year. We might be begging for uh, Miami to come on into town next this. Year. So, you know, because I'd like to shut up Tyreek once and for all. Yeah, he, you know, I I know he's a, a highly talented person, but he puts out a lot of smack, man. And, yeah. Uh, it's time to shut that show up. Yeah, I know that's a, a while away. What week is that, by the way? That is week nine. Yeah. I mean, that's in November. Yeah, it, it, I mean, we've only had a couple callers, but everyone that's calling in is mentioning that. It, yeah, I'll just say this right now. Again, it's early, but I think the only way you can shut that down is not with the secondary. I think the pass rush has to disrupt the, the when at the line of scrimmage, get to Tua fast, because if you can do that, that's going to eliminate those deep passes that Miami's so great at right now. I totally agree. And boy, and you know what? I was, <laughs> I was upset with Smith. I mean, uh, uh, Chris Jones, but uh, man, the dude is on fire, man. I mean, he's yeah. lit the <laughs> up. And uh, I, you know, I, my hat's off to the cat, man. Uh, hope yeah. he continues to have a great year and stay healthy. And uh, he's uh, he's got him. He's got him uh, all hitting on all cylinders on that D side, man. Uh, yeah, this defense has been awesome to watch. I, I agree. don't think any of us doubted that Mahomes and and uh, Andy and and the boys would get themselves together on the offensive side, uh, yeah. other than our question marks on our on our tackles. But uh, uh, yeah, man, for sure, um, looking good. I'm 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 pretty impressed today. So we'll see what brings next week, man. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> you know, there's uh, only yeah. one other How team I really don't like. And they're in our division. That's the Raiders. And, yeah, uh, well, well, they're I, about I, to play too. So, yeah, we'll see. All right, hey Bob, I appreciate you calling in as you, always, brother. man. You take care. Always, take always. care. Have a good one. Um, and, you know, he mentioned Chris Jones and he how he wasn't happy. And, and listen, I know a lot of people, me included, had some very strong opinions about Chris Jones. And listen, I, I've always thought the Chiefs would be fine moving forward. I don't think their defense would be as dominant with, without him. Yeah, sure, they look good for one game, but. What did I say after the contract signing? I said, all is going to be forgiven if he can play very well. It's exactly what's, what's happening, man. <laughs> this is what happens. Doesn't matter if you get in trouble off the field. Doesn't matter if you uh, have this contract dispute that carries over into the regular season, even just for one game. If you come back and play well, all is going to be forgiven at the end of the day. Oh, you and Rasheed went to uh, Richmond High School. Okay. That's pretty cool. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people there are uh, are pretty proud of him, the way he's playing. Man, it would have been so cool if he had two touchdowns, though. I, I, you could tell he was he was a little upset not getting into the end zone, and I don't blame him. I mean, listen, you get the ball, you're so close. I, I mean, of course, you want to go in there and uh, and get a score with him. Uh, he's bound to to get a score next week, though. Can't help but feel bad for Justin Fields. What's going on in Chicago's bad? See, I, I agree with you, Connor. I like Justin Fields. I really do. Um, I think there are some things that Justin Fields is capable of doing. I mean, listen, he's not at the level of like a Patrick Mahomes or a Tua or a Josh Allen, but he can do some things that can lead that can translate to wins for an offense. Chicago's just not helping him get that. And, you know, I, I didn't think he was really good with his throws today. I don't know if it was because he was under pressure so much or what, but yeah, I, I like him. I think he's he's a very talented quarterback that needs to be in the right system. Um, unfortunately, it's just not working out. See, this happens sometimes, man. You get you um you you can have a great career in college, and you can have a lot of hype coming into the NFL. But if if you get drafted to a bad situation, man, that can really just screw everything up. That's that's what sucks. Doug says is Nagy a genius this week? Yeah, damn right he is. Uh, when you see that scoreboard, 41-10. And by the way, I, I said it on Twitter. I didn't say this on Facebook. 
because on Facebook, you got to be careful with how often you post with the frequency. But uh, I said that I love what I'm seeing. I love the play calling. I love the execution. I love the effort, the toughness, everything that was happening on the field. I was in love with the only two issues were the Juwan Taylor, that situation and not getting a score on the opening drive. That's it. That's all I, I had to say about the offense. Who cares about what Blaine Gabbert did? But Blaine Gabbert's, I mean, we'll, we, we'll discuss that if Blaine Gabbert is expected to replace Mahomes for the entire season. Until then, I'm not too concerned about the Blaine Gabbert issues. I will say this. I think the Chiefs need to consider a better backup quarterback for sure because God forbid something happens and you go on with Gabbert. You're in trouble. I saw Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, I know I give Bengals fans a lot of shit and everything, and they love to uh, say rent-free, even though they love to, to talk shit also. I did see a Bengals fan on Twitter complain on social media this week and said that, how is it that you create such a great offense, but you don't have a viable backup in case something happens to Joe Burrow? I actually think that's a great question. Uh, the problem is there are reasons why uh, – you backups are backups. If you had a viable backup, well, that viable backup is probably qualified to start on one of the 32 NFL rosters. So when you think of quote unquote, good backups, well, a good backup can probably start somewhere in the NFL. Um, listen, I've always said this Cooper rush. Why is that guy a backup? And by the way, where is, is he still a cowboy? Um, Yeah, he's still on the Cowboys, along with um, Trey Lance, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, I will say this. Uh, I, I'd be very confident in Chad Henney's abilities if uh, if he uh, if he was still on the team, if the Chiefs needed him moving forward, but that's not the case right now. Uh, Sam says Chiefs offense never has the hero in consecutive games. That is a big difference in other teams. Yeah, that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing, Sam. Uh, look, I mean, we talk about number one wide receivers for a reason. Now, last year, that did not hurt the Chiefs too much. Obviously, we saw what Mahomes did. Look, I've always said this for a long time. As long as Mahomes has a good pass blocking offensive line, which he does right now, then. He can win with just about anybody. Um, again, I know what a lot of people would say. Oh, well, he's not shit without Kelsey. The issues in week one had nothing to do with Mahomes. He was hitting receivers in the hands. It, it was a matter of those pass catchers not dropping the balls or, or not letting them get tipped for a pick six. So I don't know, man. I, I, I don't. I, I can't understand like how people don't see that. Uh, Denny says, will Swifties drive up home game ticket prices? Oh God. Um, ticket prices at Arrowhead are, are already pretty damn expensive, man. Um, do not give any ideas, Denny. You will be, you will be blocked and reported for spam and you will never exist on social media. If you are the reason why ticket prices go up. Uh, no, I mean, I, I listen, let me just say something because I, I know you're being facetious, but you're you're also not joking. Um, listen, I remember Patrick Mahomes attended a Sporting KC game. It, this was like very early in his time with the Chiefs. He attended a Sporting KC game, and I went on Twitter. I said, "Is anyone watching the Sporting KC game because of Patrick Mahomes?" My Twitter timeline, my uh, my mentions were X, whatever you want to call it. They blew up. Half the people were complaining, saying, oh, we watch Sporting KC anyway. And the other half were people admitting that they're watching the game because of Patrick Mahomes. Um, listen, let me give another example here when it comes to politics. It, why, why do politicians reach out to celebrities for endorsements? Because they know that if the celebrity endorses them, well, guess what? That celebrity's fan base will have a lot of people following um, this was talked about back in, um, back in 2016 when Donald Trump was trying to get endorsements from celebrities. Uh, I think Tom Brady was a backer of, of Trump's and a lot of people thought, well, if there are people who are 
huge supporters of Tom Brady, then they're going to be huge supporters of Donald Trump. Anyway, not to get too political there. My point is, if you if you have a celebrity that you know is not necessarily endorsing the Chiefs, but is supporting the Chiefs at Chiefs games, well, guess what? A lot of Swifties aren't going to now become Chiefs fans because Taylor Swift is now a Chiefs fan, right? That's how it works, man. Um, man, you nailed Cowboys and Dak being overrated last week. Yeah, but I didn't think they would lose to the Cardinals. I had them winning. I mean, if you if you told me like what was the easiest money you could have bet on, I mean, obviously the Chiefs, but the Cowboys would have been like my second option. Um, by the way, a couple of you guys, uh. Sharia is bringing up the Dolphins and Connor is asking about the Dolphins. Um, listen, the Dolphins are just doing what the Dolphins do, but I think a lot of it has to also do with the Broncos being terrible. Listen, both things can be true. Um, by the way, why was Russell Wilson playing in the fourth quarter? Like you're losing. It was like in the fifties and sixties uh, by that time. Why is Russell Wilson playing? If for whatever reason the Chiefs are losing by 50 points, and if Patrick Mahomes is on the field, I'm going to be pissed at Andy Reid. Like, why are you putting your franchise quarterback out there? And I know Russell Wilson's not playing as well as Patrick Mahomes is, but that is your quarterback, right? He is the guy that you're still relying on to help lift this franchise. Why are you putting your number one quarterback out there with when the game is over? Like, there's no reason whatsoever for Russell Wilson to be out there. I'm not blaming the loss on him. I'm blaming Sean Payton for putting or leaving Russell Wilson on the field. That is, that's stupid. I've never coached or played in the NFL, but I don't have to have coached or played to know that that is a terrible decision to leave Russell Wilson on the field. There's zero reason to leave him there. Uh, By the way, speaking of Sean Payton, remember when he ran his mouth about how Nathaniel Hackett, uh, you know, was a bad coach and all that shit. Dude, that bit Sean Payton in the ass really badly. You're 0-3, and you just surrendered 70 points. Like, dude, you just got deep-pantsed. I mean, have fun with that backlash. Exactly how a good team is supposed to be a bad team in the last few years didn't happen because of the defense. This is a good point, Doug. Uh, that changed, so let's hope this is how they play against bad teams from now on. Yeah, the, you know, I've never really thought of that that, that, that way, Doug. That's a really good point. Um, man, a lot of you guys are excited about this Germany game. Michelle's asking, is that a uh, is that on is that next Sunday? No, next Sunday is Sunday night football. The Germany game is week nine. Okay, a lot of you guys have already answered, or sorry, I'm just catching up on the comments. That is November something. The fifth. And by the way, that is an 8.30 central kickoff game. So if you live in mountain time zone or good old Pacific Standard Time, wake up early. I have to wake up early to do all this pregame shit. Uh, I am not looking forward to that. I am definitely going to take a nap after that game. I'm going to be missing the... um, I'm going to be missing whatever Sunday slate of games that day because, listen, man, I wake up early on weekdays. Um, So on weekends, I sleep in. Uh, Like, I get really annoyed when people call or text me at 7 a.m. on my my day off. Uh, That I don't need. I'm just putting... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, there we go. Zuckerberg, if you heard that music, please don't ban me. That was, I muted it right away. I'm just putting a uh, YouTube TV here so I can watch um, the game. Although I don't anticipate being on here any, much longer. Uh, let's see. Everyone's talking about the Man, you guys are excited for the Dolphins game. Um, the, see, that should like be flexed to a Sunday game. See, this is why if you're the NFL, you do not put these games overseas. You keep them here in America. But you cannot flex it to Sunday Night Football, so you're screwed. Uh, And there are going to be some people on the West Coast that might miss out on a really good game, which sucks. All right. I think I am caught up on the comments. Uh, Joe says Dolphins will come back down to earth. If Tua stays healthy, man, I don't think so, man. I disagree with you. Um, I, I, I think that um, that um, that Dolphins team is going to keep going. Listen, there was a point last year where whenever Tua played, the Dolphins were undefeated, and then whenever he was 
gone, the Dolphins were winless. Now, obviously, that changed at some point. They they did lose a game with Tua, but Tua just wasn't the same. By the way, I'm I'm um I'm paying attention to um football night in America. Okay, hold on. This is bullshit here. 56 of a percent of America is picking the Steelers. Only 56%. What? Okay. I mean, listen, if I'm wrong, I'll say it, but Jesus Christ, come on, people have more confidence in the Steelers. I know they didn't look perfect on Monday night, but they're way better than advertised. Come on. Uh, Pat needs to get some kind of ankle brace. Yeah. Um, there's definitely going to be a lot of, um, a lot of treatment. In the next couple of days, I'm sure Andy Reid will be asked about it on Monday. We'll be asked about it more on Wednesday. Uh, obviously, it would be a dream to see the injury report on Wednesday and to see Patrick's name is not on there. That would be really cool. Um, and I would really love another game like this where Patrick doesn't play much. I Listen, again, I'm not a player. I'm not a coach. I don't have to take teams. I can take teams lightly, okay? I'm not. I'm not on the field. I'm a fan. Just like you guys, um, I'm taking the Jets lightly. I'm sorry, I am. I thought they were a great team with Aaron Rodgers. Without him, they've got a solid defense, but in general, just not a good football team. Uh, so I expect a, another blowout next Sunday night. Couple more, uh, and I'll get out of here. Uh, Toya says, "I never went to a Kansas City Chiefs game." That's my biggest fan. Uh, oh, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes in one of your earlier comments. Yeah, um, you got to make it out to a game, Toya. Uh, Arrowhead is definitely worth visiting if you ever get a chance. Sam says, because everyone keeps saying Tyreek Hill, guess what? Won a Super Bowl without him. And on the second season, the Chiefs team and coaching adjusts. We say that time and time again, period. You know, here's the thing. A lot of Chiefs fans complain that Tyreek Hill still gets brought up during games by the broadcasters. Yet, I still see a lot of Chiefs fans say, oh, man, I miss Tyreek Hill. Like, whenever there's a bad game with the wide receivers, all of a sudden, Chiefs fans miss Tyreek Hill all over again. It's like, listen, relax. The Chiefs receivers had one bad game. I know the offensive output was not great on the scoreboard last week, but I thought they made a lot of progress last week. More so this week. Uh, And again, I know the running backs took over more than the receivers, but you just won 41 to 10. So who cares, ultimately, at the end of the day? Um, I still have a lot of expectations from the receivers moving forward. All right. I'm out of here, guys. Chiefs win 41 to 10. Appreciate you guys listening to this episode of the Chiefs Zone podcast. For those of you who watched and listened live on Facebook and YouTube, thank you guys so much. Muchly appreciated. Uh, For those of you who listened on Spotify, Apple, anywhere where you can download podcasts, Big thanks to you guys as well. All right. Chiefs win 41 to 10. Improved to 2 and 1 on the season. All right. I am out of here, guys. Thank you guys so much for all the interactions on Facebook, all the uh, new followers. Shout outs to you guys. Uh, much love to all of you. I'm out of here. Enjoy Sunday night football. Take care.